0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the uh, the, the Blaze of time podcast. Hey, good. <laughs> good
1: time podcast.
0: MCG, you know, bringing it back Man. for the last time in Charlotte. Yeah, I'm moving with a you know with your valued guest. He's been with us since
1: the very beginning. Yeah. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, my name's Rob. I'm a Leo. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I like hey, long, welcome to the party, man. Yeah, I like yeah. long walks on the beach and, you know, mm-hmm. all the good stuff.
0: Nah, man, fuck the beach.
1: I <laughs> I once, there was
0: one time, um, went down to Oak Island with my family for a couple of years. And I don't know what happened if there was like some kind of chemical spill or whatever, but dead fucking crabs kept washing up on the beach. And I, walked, I like to walk around barefoot and you know, all that, you know, romantic yeah. movie bullshit. You walk around, you get the, the tide in your feet and all that kind of stuff. Have you ever stepped on a crab before? No, but I've been bitten by one, but I never stepped on one. This thing, I I was kind of young, I don't know, it felt, it looked like a king crab to me, it was so fucking big. Yeah. But that little part on the back of its, uh, like, shell that has Mm -hmm. a spiny fin on it, it went right into my fucking foot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, just just no more walks on the beach, man. You know, turtles, I almost got stabbed by a stingray one time when I was swimming in the ocean. Is that why you don't like Old Bay? That is probably part of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you almost
1: got – she got stung by a stingray.
0: It's, it's called – it gave me my phobia of old bay is getting I mean, attacked because... by the life of the ocean. Yes.
1: <laughs> they're, they're trying to ward me off of eating them. I um, – well, I've said it multiple times in this podcast and everything else uh, mm-hmm. that I'm actually scared of the ocean for personal mm-hmm. reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was never – but I do have a fear of dolphins. Really? Yes, and a lot of people don't know that about me because uh, we don't. It's something you just don't bring up. Oh yeah, but dolphins are fucking. Why, why dolphins specifically? I, I would think I'm when I don't Sharks. When I was but... young, I went to SeaWorld with my family. It's, my, it's like the only thing I think I really did with my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And um, you get to pet a dolphin, which was fine. I pet the dolphin it was slimy, mm-hmm. but you get to pet its tongue. And the teeth scared me, cause it, uh, you know, you're yeah. just like, oh, let me touch the tongue, see what it feels like. And all I thought of is like, there goes my hand, there goes yeah. my arm. So yeah. I never did it, and I ran away and cried. And then I just, I just, I never had to deal with it, cause I lived in the suburbs of Baltimore. You're right. not allowed to deal with dolphins. And yeah, then, not too many dolphins in Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, unless, unless that's a code word for drugs. And then yeah. yes, yeah, a it's lot like of some really good heroin, you know, <laughs> the jumping dolphin. Uh, but you no, know, so I got scared of that, and then I, um, I just never. Yeah, I just fucking hate dolphins. And then and people people think that like, oh man, it's so it's a dolphin. I'm gonna swim with the dolphin. It's five to six hundred pounds for the smaller ones. Mm-hmm. And when they want to play, they're gonna pull your ass under. And they're very horny. I don't yeah, know if I'm you know heard,
0: I heard they're, like, really sexually aggressive. <laughs> yeah, and they will fuck the shit out of you. Yeah, that's... That's... I'm honestly... You're starting to win me over here. I'm starting to understand your fear of dolphins here. Well, next time you see one in person... I just... I, I would be afraid I'd be swimming in the ocean sometime, and you start to hear, like, an underwater banjo, and yeah, then they'd be, like, fucking deliverance. You got a hurting <laughs> mouth, boy. <laughs> they drag you under. We're mammals, too. We're <laughs> we <go> down there. <laughs>
1: We're oh, in. man, so. Wow, we're sidetracked already. Oh, it's okay. You know? It's okay. So this is going to be the part two of cooking. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wanted to obviously bring you in. This is my last week here in Charlotte. Yes. You're in my house. Yep. So what do you know? I'm downstairs cooking some stuff.
0: Yep. As soon as I walk in, I smell fucking buffalo sauce, a little Old Bay, you know. Probably something's burning. That's okay. Yeah. It's flavor, <laughs> you know. That's something I used to grow some of the girls out of deli because I told them, like, I love burned food burnt hot dogs burnt pizza you ever had like charred
1: waffles with no. boysenberry syrup oh shit now man. now boysenberry syrup is the best syrup i love uh, it, i i think i've had boysenberry cuz in when we lived in hawaii they actually mm-hmm. smuckers makes boysenberry syrup you can only order it online, though, here in the States. But mm-hmm. in Hawaii, you get it at every store. Oh. But I actually went to um, a place in South Carolina that made their own boysenberry syrup. So it was mm-hmm. very good. I like boysenberry Well, What, like a breakfast place? Something like that? No, it was, I think it's like a tourist place called Sparky's. It's off of, like, uh, the highway where you go and get, like – I love South Carolina. I love Myrtle Beach t-shirts. And then you can get like any hot sauce, any firework thing. place. Yeah. It's just kind of like. what
0: always used to piss me off, man. So it's weird about having something of a unique name. Mm-hmm. It's such a small little fringe thing, but I've never found a single fucking piece of tourist stuff. Like a a headband, a hat, a yeah. little badge or anything. Nothing's ever, like, you know, you, you got your Brittany's, your Rachel's, your fucking, your Mark's and all that kind of stuff. There's no, no Griffins out there. There's no Griffins. There is not. It is a travesty. I had to custom order one of those little tourist things one time that had my actual name on it. And they misspelled it. They put a Y in there. Why did <laughs> they always really put a Y in Griffin? It's not It's like I'm not a fucking like fairy tale character. Okay? Gryffindor. That is that's actually that's a nickname I picked up when I was in when I the short time I was in public school. It was always, this was like right after, I, I think it was after Harry Potter came out, mm-hmm. but right when it was starting to get big, like the third or fourth movie, Gryffindor. That was Gryffindor. me. Gryffindor. Yep. Every fucking day. I love it.
1: That, uh, <laughs> a little bit too goody two-shoes for me, man. Um, See, this is what happens. We're trying to talk about cooking. Yeah, and we, we to this <laughs> random shit.
0: That's the problem. Is Neither of us have like structured minds. We just, anything no. that comes to mind, yeah, we just
1: blurt it out. I love it. I love it. I love it yeah. to death. Um. So okay, so boys and berries. So you like burnt stuff. That's crazy to me because yeah. there's certain I understand a little bit. Like right. I actually like I we I like cooked che- just cheese. Yeah. Burnt on okay. one side and burnt on the other. It's like a crispiness of and then the cheese is melty in the middle. Huh. Um I like burnt ends mm-hmm. and like, you know, brisket and things like that. I wouldn't trust somebody who didn't like burnt ends. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean well, I, it's just I Well, I don't know. I, it's very Besides vegans, it's really hard for me to believe that no one actually likes any kind of brisket or barbecue.
0: Well, I, I can understand it to an extent because mm-hmm. brisket is a really fatty, really beefy piece of meat. So if you're not big into beef, like if you don't eat a whole lot of steak, you don't yeah. eat burgers all the time, I can see it kind of overpowering you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Especially since a lot of barbecue places like tend to kind of render that fat down and make it almost crispy, almost kind of yeah. pig fat. It's a very particular flavor, and I love it to death. Mm-hmm. I'd shoot somebody for it, but I can understand why some people don't like it. That being said, like I said, you don't like burn ends. I don't like you.
1: <laughs> I think, it, I think uh-uh. it suggests like some kind of – some sociopathic tendencies. Well, I mean that's how I feel being from Maryland about mm-hmm. Old Bay. Oh, you son of a bitch. So I made some Old Bay wings mm-hmm. for, you know, for the people that know. They, they all know. It's, they're, they're just delicious. And I want you to try them. Now, I know you know what Old Bay smells like. You deal with it on a daily. Yes. I I don't know if you know what it tastes like. I don't know if you've, like, accidentally inhaled some when you were, like, making something or – Well, I had a bad experience working with Old Bay
0: one time. Just got done steaming a whole shitload of crab. Mm -hmm. I was pissed off. It was, like, 8.30. And I go to wash out the steamer that has like the Old Bay and the crab juice and shit yeah. in it. And it hits wrong in the hose and just splashes me full on in the face. Probably burned like shit. No, it was no. <laughs> like it cooled a cool down. Okay. But some of it got in my mouth and it tasted just awful. It was probably just like combination of crab juice and hot tap water and Old Bay mm. mixing together. So I'm going to try these Old Bay wings. They're good. I'm going to keep
1: my fingers crossed. Oh, Bay, it's, it's obviously it's it's more Cajun than you think it is. I mean, Which you would think would be a point in his favor because yeah. it's like I grew up
0: around a whole bunch of Cajun people. I still have some family that lives in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. You know, they every time we head on down there, it's mm-hmm. you know shrimp étouffée and all this jambalaya, all this shit. You know all the classic Cajun foods, spicy as hell. We'll be right oh, yeah. off the toilet
1: for days, but it tastes so good going down. I know I had your chili. Yep. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you fill the audience in well, on that uh, one? Okay, so my birthday was obviously a couple weeks ago in the beginning of uh, August. So mm-hmm. Griffin was like, Griffin likes to cook, hence why we're doing a podcast on cooking. Right. And he was telling, he was like, I'm gonna make you some chili because I was like, I really don't, I haven't really had good chili in mm-hmm. a long time. And he was like, I'm going to make you some chili. And I was like, make it hot because I love spicy food. Mm. And he was like, how hot? And I said, I want to cry. Mm. And I'm going to Challenge accepted. So he, you know, the process, that's all on him. Mm. But I know he went online and bought this, these lovely peppers called the Carolina Reaper, which I just found out is Used to be the spiciest pepper in the world. Really? Um, they have something they else? They just changed it. The, the ghost pepper, now it's some, it's some kind of new ghost pepper. They enhanced the ghost pepper. Oh,
0: gee. So now
1: it's like five million Scoville units and above. Really? So, yeah. So why would you want that yeah, at that it's, point? It's like – now it's like, oh, just cocky.
0: Okay. So I'm kind of bringing through the process a little bit. I got these Carolina Reapers. They're dried chilies. And one of the things I love to do when I make chili is – de them, de-vein them, and like toast them in a dry skillet. It yeah. kind of deepens the flavor a little bit. And I make like a chili powder based on that. I've done this a million times with hot chilies, mild chilies, and I had uh, ancho and guajillos to form like the chili base, and I had two or three of the Carolina Reapers for the heat. Yeah, As soon, I'm talking as soon as those Reapers hit that hot pan, and started smoking, I felt like I'd been pepper sprayed. <laughs> I mean, my eyes started tearing up. My nose, I felt like I had to sneeze constantly. The back of my throat itched. I had to take the pan off the heat and leave the room for like five minutes. And that was, I think, 1.4 million Scoville is what those were rated as. So five million. Yeah. You'll that's, die. You'll that's, like, you that's, just,
1: that's unreasonable. Yeah. It's, I, it's more of like a – it's one of those things th- – uh, like hot sauces or peppers that are that hot – or one of those like oh let's go to the hot play store and sign the waiver and just be, oh, yeah. be that be oh, that it's like guy a macho yeah thing. it's like a macho yeah. thing that's my thing, but anyway so the chili it was good it was delicious it was uh, hearty I think you put a beer in it which I didn't even know but it, you could taste it has definite flavor right now at first though I was like this isn't hot right so I was sitting I was just like okay it's got a little kick so I had a bowl normal size bowl. It was just a regular plastic or paper paper bowl. And, and I was like, I'm going to have some more. So I got some more. I'm mm-hmm. sitting there eating it. I started feeling a little bit on the back of my throat. And I was like, finally. Maybe I had a, the first one was just not that great. Maybe right. I just didn't, didn't stir it up or anything. Right. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to have one more bowl. So I had a third bowl. Everything was good. Now, the third bowl, towards the end of the bowl, I started – sweating and people on the break room started noticing rob are you okay i'm like red as shit yeah, yeah dean
0: from the deli was very concerned yes
1: so i started drinking a, a quarter gallon of chocolate milk which is probably not the chocolate best thing. milk yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know it's just more of my stomach it cooled down my mouth mm-hmm. so it didn't really hit me so the burn didn't happen too much in my mouth you know how like you have that burn where you're like <gasps> like you're just like yeah. it's too much it's yeah. in the crevice of your lips and you're just mm-hmm. like oh this went down the the hole and burned almost like a whiskey yes yes from my chest down but then i went back to the department i worked you know Mm -hmm. worked in the meat department and um we have like freezers that are negative two degrees and i just stood in there for like five (laughs) ten minutes and just kind of like yeah i'm just gonna hang out here yeah it's like i I told you at the time
0: when you came back from lunch your face was so red (laughs) it looked like you'd fallen asleep under a tanning bed i mean i was a little i was scared you looked Uh,
1: bad man yeah i started feeling a little sick too because i guess the combination of the milk you got the beer and the chili the chili itself and then yeah. the hot peppers and all this uh-huh. it just it's just curdling it was just yeah, not feeling yeah, good it was bad but uh eventually went away um i will say this the aftermath wasn't as bad as i thought it would be i mean obviously i had diarrhea and you know but yeah. it wasn't like <laughs> <laughs> like i was gonna bleed or anything i think it could have been hotter yeah, and I'm, but I'm glad you didn't make it hotter because it right. was actually enjoyable. Right, I had more a couple of days after that. Mm-hmm. No, it's probably still in there, but no. Yeah. That's the
0: thing when after you left, Jean opened up the fridge like after you left yeah. the job, you were gone. She said, "Oh, what's this?" and pulled it out, and there was still a respectable bit in there, but it's somebody had been eating off of it. Yeah. It's like, that's been in there for, like, ten fucking days.
1: Who's still eating the chili? Well, it's probably hotter now. It's probably, like, <laughs> <hand>. yeah, it's <laughs>
0: fermented. It's gotten stronger. But uh,
1: I had I had a couple more. I had at least probably three more bowls, and now it's probably about it. I just, um, it, it just, it hit me. It hit me mm-hmm. late. And it was good. It was, I wanted to, I wanted it to be enjoyable for me to actually eat, mm-hmm. but I wanted it to be, like, an inside burn. I think I was hallucinating at one point because it was so <laughs> fucking hot. It not really, like, my core temperature was great, mm-hmm. so...
0: That's thing. I'm, I'm glad because traditionally the recipe called for to use both fresh jalapeno and habanero. Mm-hmm. I got rid of both of those. I'm thinking the Reaper is going to be in there. There's a little cayenne in there. It's going to be hot. I'm glad I did because that would have been too much. Just
1: putting you know, Sean up. never tried it. We have a boss that uh, he's cocky and he thinks that he uh, likes hot stuff. And I wanted him mm-hmm. to try it, mm-hmm. but he didn't. He was no, scared. It, it was probably for the best. Yeah, I think yeah. he was scared. Because he knows the Carolina Reaper. Yeah. So, um, one th- I don't remember the first podcast we did about uh, cooking part one. Did I ever ask you what your favorite food was of yes. all time? Yeah, you, you asked me basically like what if – if you could have anything in the world. Oh, yes, that's right. The last – your last yeah. dish, your favorite dish in the world. Okay, you did yeah. tell me that, um, which is? Yeah, my father's uh, baked rigatoni. Yes, you did tell me that. Yeah. Okay. What is
0: your favorite dish to cook? Favorite dish to cook? would probably be either that chili we talked about or beef bolognese. I love really, really complex dishes that take you like all day to work on. Yeah. Because to me, that's just the ultimate just calming activity. Mm -hmm. Just sit in front of a stove. Just start, you know, doing shit. Get like five pans dirty. You got to clean them all. You're like son of a bitch. You start drinking, (laughs) you know. And then you're tipsy or maybe even a little bit drunk. You're still cooking, still adding a little splash of whiskey to the thing. That's when you make some of your best stuff. I think it's. I think cooking while under the influence of something
1: is yeah. incredibly fun, and it makes some really good food. Well, I think I because think everybody can cook, even if they don't know how to cook, everyone has the ability to attempt to cook. Right. And I think, and then it's very enticing to people that you can. Um, no matter what you add, it's just trial and error. Right. It's just, you can add like every time I cook, I use spices. Now, Kristen. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she grew up, her mom never used anything but salt and pepper. That right. was it. And, you know, and I'm like, man, so I, I entered her life yeah. and I'm showing her like garlic powder, um, basil, um, you got, you know, you got oregano, you got onion thyme. powder, regular, yeah, thyme, reg- yeah. so I'm showing her stuff because my grandmother, you know, had to feed an Italian man every day. So I learned how to, um, I learned how to cook <laughs> yeah. because of that. Um, but I think, I, you know, with your, what you're saying, I agree a hundred percent. I feel like. It's, it's, it's some, I don't know when you, well, I, I think it's, it's because it gives you confidence. Yeah. You're, you're not worried about fucking
0: up the dish cause you're on top of the world. You're, you're really great. Yeah. I think the, the, my favorite moment from cooking was right after I got introduced to smoking weed. Yeah. I was high as <laughs> hell. I was so fucking baked. I was stumbling around the house almost like I was drunk and I said, I want to cook something. So I told the one sober guy who was there. Keep me away from knives and fire. Yeah. He did not do a good job because I immediately I butterfly a chicken breast with a sharp ass knife. How I didn't cut off my hand, I don't know. Yeah. And you know, got some ground beef together. I I got a couple pans going.
1: Um, I'm top heavy, so uh, I'm hot. I'm turn the off. Okay, <laughs>
0: that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Well, I thought it, I thought this was whole like back like the whole Frost Nixon
1: thing. You're trying to get me sweating, and get me nervous. Oh no, you know, yeah. so you can pry some answers out of me. No. Um, I keep my house at of sixty degrees because to me, sixty eight is the perfect temperature for the human b- body. To yeah, run. I mean just, we're already ninety eight some degrees inside of us, so. I like keeping things really, really cool because yeah. it's like, dude, put a fucking jacket on if you're yeah. too if you're too cold. Put a fucking yeah. jacket on. And the meat department yeah. is like fifty two degrees all year round. Yeah, <laughs> um, but no, so yeah, so like it's just it's when you're messed up, when you're drunk. I've cooked some good things. I have burned some bad things. I just think. Cooking is one of those. It just it's it's something it's like religious. I don't know how to explain it. But it like, is a very like euphoric common, experience. Yes, it's, yeah. it's you know. And then for the people that don't know really know how to cook and everything, you're missing out. Just go try something. Don't my my
0: advice to those people is very just start simple. Man. Just get like a packet of, of fucking cookie dough. Mm-hmm. Bake some fucking cookies. Yeah. They're gonna taste better than the ones you buy in a box. Yeah. They're gonna be super easy. Add like a fucking egg and a little thing
1: of milk. Yeah. And that's it. And you know, just just move from there and then go for something I'll go eggs. Eggs would be the first thing I always yeah. when I had first learned how to cook, my grandmother the first thing she taught me was scrambled eggs. And then yeah. it took me a long time to flip. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 so yeah,
0: there's a couple of things I, I still don't have flipping completely down. Like like there's sometimes I can do it like a perfect little fucking chef, just keep oh, it yeah. moving and then so the times where I go to flip it and half the shit and it's
1: <laughs> flying everywhere. It looks like I fired a shotgun and chicken at the wall. Yeah. But I think professional cooks probably may have those days where they fuck up like that.
0: Definitely. Yeah. I mean I think they definitely don't show you that shit on T Mm-hmm. Um, but man, everybody screws up. Like, I've been cutting steaks every day, well, every five days out of the week, for going on two years now. And there's still times where it's like, oh, shit, that looks like a doorstop. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, well, I mean, I the just... knife gets away from you. And... We have veterans that work for us, and I've seen yeah. some shit that yeah, they I've cut, and I'm just shit. like, no uh, names. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing yeah, some things. Gonna... I'm not saying that, you know, you or I are great. Yeah. But we're competent. Yeah. And, you know... That's one of the things I loved about. Uh, I I think what drove me to work in the meat department. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm 32. I changed careers. I've been doing mm-hmm. one thing my whole life, and now I'm changing something else. But what drove me to it is um, not because I'm sick and I love blood, mm-hmm. which is true. Yeah, but, um I mean it's a fringe benefit. Yeah, but yeah. it's um, it's just I cut a piece of meat once mm-hmm. and I saw it and I was like, this is the, it's beautiful. Like I I fell in love with that piece of meat. Right. And that's how I knew that. I like it now. Fucking customers, fucking hate the customers. Yeah. I I don't want to deal with people. If there was, if it was closed off, oh my mm-hmm. god, I'd, I'd if be if the best just,
0: employee in the world. If it was just <laughs> like a fucking conveyor belt, they sent down a piece of meat, you cut it, you put it on the belt, it goes off somewhere else. That would be the best job. You don't got to deal with anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't even have to talk to anybody. You just sit there. You cutting. put on some some weird ass music.
1: People get scared. You just start cutting. You look like an Allen Thick kind of guy. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> no, Robin Thick. Oh, he's – yeah, Robin. No, is Alan Thick the father? Yeah, Al, Alan Thicke's the father. Robin Thick. Oh, I'll show you after this uh, Okay, podcast. all right. Okay. You oh. got me confused there. <laughs> well, let's try to reel it back in here. <laughs> no, but I, I enjoy doing that. Um, I enjoyed the whole process. I enjoyed the cutting it. Mm-hmm. I obviously enjoy cooking. I love – I'm testing things. Like right now, like I love wings. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I've been on this diet for a while. I've been kind of sticking to it. I, I messed up a couple times. But um, wings are probably the best thing for you on this diet right so i love you know garlic parmesan that's one of my favorites for wings mm-hmm. but i wanted to cook you some good stuff so mm-hmm. hopefully you. Oh, like i can't it. wait man um and it made my wife uh some eggplant fried eggplant but you we don't use we don't use batter here so we use oh. cheese parmesan cheese so it's literally parmesan cheese with a an egg Holding it together. and Damn, then that's not a bad idea. And then we fried it. So now you get the crunchiness of the and saltiness of the Parmesan cheese mm-hmm. on top of the... Shit, that actually sounds pretty good. <laughs> so, I can lie, and I usually, I usually hate eggplant, but that actually does that sounds. I nice. I won't eat it. I'm not a huge fan of eggplant. So, yeah. But um, so do you watch TV shows for cooking? Do you are you, do you uh, need- more? There's a couple of
0: like of YouTube channels that I started out with, and I'll, I'll look up recipes and I'll try it out. The, the big thing, what really kick-started me off for cooking was taking a recipe that's written down. Yeah. And saying, I think this could be better. And you experiment, you try different shit, you probably fuck it up once or twice, but then you get the idea. And there's, there's some recipes now I do just entirely by, you know, I don't really do measurements. It's like I shake some on there, hey, that looks like enough, yeah. you know, it'll probably be fine. Worst comes to worst, just add some more salt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I, see, um, I learned, cause the, the people that I cook for, you know, my right. family, um, yeah. they're, they're not huge on salt. Right. Or pepper. Now, I'm a huge pepper guy. I love right. pepper. I love pepper more than salt, but salt does give flavor. So what I normally do is I'll cook it with the seasonings I normally do, but I won't add salt. I let them add their own salt
0: mm. at, at
1: the end. Now, I understand that's kind of... Well, meat, you really need salt on there in the beginning oh, to yeah. form that crust. Yeah, yeah. So, But Unfortunately, we don't eat too much red meat around here. I, I was just telling her a couple days ago, because I bought those steaks right. um, when I was at work. And I was going to get some ribeyes, but it's like... Um, I don't know. We I'm more of a I've always been a chicken guy. Mm-hmm. I like um I like white fish. Yeah. It's like, probably It's probably the easiest cuz you know. And I actually like I like I love Old Bay on my fish, but if I had to choose another seasoning, it'd be um lemon pepper. Lemon pepper is amazing. Of course, cuz you're from Baltimore. What hell that? Lemon pepper. Oh, how wait, no. Oh, yeah. Georgia. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me.
0: Sorry, Georgia. Didn't want to steal your thunder there. Mm-hmm. But so, I, I mean lemon pepper's all right it's just <laughs> i think it's the most overrated spice in the fucking world and i will fight anyone who says otherwise
1: it's good it's good i well i've recently just developed a love for it i love garlic mm-hmm. so i've always did garlic and butter for you know asparagus and things like that so right um that's why i'm trying this garlic uh I, um, now? I just made it garlic it's garlic butter and buffalo sauce so the wings that the other wings I made downstairs that you're gonna try is uh, a garlic buffalo sauce. I'm intrigued. So it just kind of gives it a little more kick. And uh, just so, I yeah, just wanna I make like, sure you're not a vampire for one. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's probably that's because I am
0: pale enough to be a vampire <laughs> for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean I'll definitely give it a try. I love garlic.
1: I love buf- mm-hmm. like buffalo sauce, like chicken wings. So fingers crossed, so man. I think
0: it's gonna be pretty good. I mean, worst
1: worst case scenario, I gotta I gotta. I got a um, container of barbecue sauce in the damn refrigerator, so you can just pour it while the yeah there goes. Goes. <laughs> Just dip it like it's ketchup. Um, one of the things I've been wanting to dine though, and actually, someone asked me who oh, listened boy. to the last uh, podcast asked yeah. me this. They wanted me to ask you. Um, are you ever going to become a chef? Are you ever going to do anything that involves cooking? Because obviously you cut meat, which is kind of – you can work at a restaurant and just cut right. meat because they hire in meat cutters.
0: There there are steakhouses that, that do that kind of yeah. thing. I've been getting that question a lot recently because, da, da, da. As, as Rob can attest, whenever somebody just – they give me the slightest little hint of I want to know how to cook something, uh-huh. I break out this fucking all neck and just say, well – you will get that pan ripping hot.
1: But, you know, just, you know, you might not like customers too much, but they love that shit. They eat it yeah. up. I've taken your, your – I didn't say you get that pan real hot. But I've actually gone in detail on how to cook certain things. Mm-hmm. More seafood because I grew up more with seafood. Right. But I've gone in detail. So they love it. Yeah. I mean, so. Listen, I don't, I don't hate customers. I like talking
0: with, I like talking with people. Mm-hmm. But it's the business relationship that kills me. It's like, you know, you you got that script you got to stick to. I got – I'm trying to speed it up because, like, man, I got all this shit to do. You know, it's just very stressful. But I'm getting off topic here to get back to that question before it gets buried again. (laughs) Um, Honestly, probably not. As much as I love cooking and I love having it as a part of my life, I cook pretty much every day. Um, I've been cooking for my family since I was young. Doing it for a living and, you know, being beholden to people who have – I, this is going to sound really fucking arrogant, but beholden to people who have different tastes than me, it, it no, kills me. No, that's fine. Like your criticisms, critics and stuff. Is well, that what are you talking about? Or? I don't even mind necessarily criticism, um, but there's two ways to go about it. Either you know what you're talking about, and then you can be an arrogant dick if you want. You know, it's mm-hmm. free country. But when people combine arrogance with ignorance, it drives me up a fucking wall. It's like I I get this every now and again. You know, somebody will come in and ask for something, and it's like that's literally impossible. It doesn't come on a cow. Yeah. And they'll keep arguing with me. You know, I know you have this. I know you have this. You just don't want to cut it or something like that. It literally doesn't fucking exist. Mm-hmm. It drives me crazy. It's like, dude, I'm here to help. I want to help you. Yeah. Let me help you. Be modest and say, look, man, I don't know shit about this. Can you help me out? And I will walk to the ends of the fucking earth, man. I'll punch bin Laden in the fucking face for you. Yeah. If that's what you want to do. But – it's about how you do things and i um have you ever seen chef the movie yes
1: one of one of my favorite movies fantastic movie but it, in, ma- it makes you want to open a food truck but that that opening scene when he first oh Miller leaves okay. the restaurant yeah
0: that is why i don't want to get into culinary okay. because he works he busts his ass to make this molten chocolate lava cake yeah and it's fucking perfect you know he, he gets a frozen ganache yeah that way it melts it's nice and molten and the guy tries it. He says, I'm not going to
1: eat that. It's raw. Arrogance with ignorance. Yeah, he doesn't know that that's how the lava cakes are on the yeah. inside. They're more raw. Yeah. Because it's supposed to, it's a lava. It's fucking yeah. – <laughs> you know? that's what I'm saying. I love cooking for family and friends and stuff like that cool. because there's no pressure. Have you ever thought – so obviously you have a personality. Right. Have you ever thought about just recording you cooking? Just, just add a – just add a – just – One time. I I want you – I'm going to challenge you whenever – you don't have to do it anytime soon. Oh, boy. One time, I just want you to when you're like, okay, I'm gonna cook a nice dish. Mm-hmm. Find, you know, clean up around you, obviously in the kitchen. Just make sure there's nothing, yeah. no drug paraph, you know, none of that yeah. bongs get, and you know, get dead the vibrator bodies. off the, yeah, off the yeah, countertop. Yeah, 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 Clean up around you. Put put like a cell phone or something. Just you have a, you have an Android phone nowadays. Right. Cell phone cameras are better than anything. Yeah. Just put it at an angle where it sees you and the cook and just mm-hmm. just cook it. Just mm-hmm. cook. You don't even have to talk really. Just kind of cook. I mean, naturally you're probably gonna want to talk. Because right. like so this is what I'm doing. I'm putting this in there. Yeah. But I feel like in today's world, um, like I watch a lot of Food Network, and they mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, it's great. I mean, I get it. It actually since I love cooking. Mm-hmm. It motivates me like man, I want to start a business so bad in cooking. Mm-hmm. I want to so bad. Right. But I feel like the online – people just don't tap into the online too much. Now, there are YouTube channels that are cooking. There's cooking with wheat. There's cooking stuff mm-hmm. that's on Pinterest. You know, There's mm-hmm. this guy. He literally – that's all he does is like, I see something on Pinterest. It looks amazing. Let me see if I can make it at home. Mm-hmm. And he always fails because it never, lo- it never <laughs> looks like what it does online. Every yeah. time you see something, it's like, oh. Like if, I, if you would ask me right now, can you do a crown roast? I kind of know how to do it. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to look like that fucking picture you saw no, in the magazine. <laughs> no. But I think you should try it. You should just record yourself. I've, I've honestly, I've wanted to
0: do that um, specifically because we work with somebody who just recently started a juicing diet, no nope. meat, no okay. sweets, nothing like that. You know, it's Lindsay. Yeah. Um So I love to torture her. I send her pictures of like I the cakes and, you know, and the shit I'm working she on. She's fighting you know? somebody. Go on. Oh, she's fighting somebody. Yeah, and then we'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I I, I take these little artistic pictures and shit of, like, you know, making fucking Boston cream pie and, you know, steak and potatoes.
1: Well, you know what you could do for the first step? Hmm. Instead of doing, like, an actual video, Mm -hmm. get an Instagram. Oh, boy. That's actually not a bad idea because everybody and their
0: fucking mother has an Instagram. You don't even have
1: to put it under your name. It could just be, like, uh, you know, Chef Griff. You know, it's one of those things. And just post... Don't post the process. Mm-hmm. Start out by posting just the pictures, just the result, and then maybe do like because you can do like five second video of like mm-hmm. you pouring in some stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then you know slowly actually show the process. And if you get more followers than a regular like me, and, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm famous and all. Um, <laughs> Don't right, worry, buddy. I'll give you a plug. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should, but no, after after a while, because then that will, that will expose you to people. People actually might comment like, "Hey, how did you do this?" Because mm-hmm. I, I post pictures of uh, keto stuff that I make. Right. And underneath they're like, how how, how is that? Yeah. How is a crustless pizza? How is – you have no crust on the pizza. How is that? And they'll mm-hmm. ask me how it is and how I made it. Mm-hmm. um, And then you'll be helping people that way. And I feel like that will push you into – Honestly, I've been considering something like that for a little while. Um, it's easy. There's just
0: one hurdle to get over, and you already know what it is. I have extreme fucking anxiety. I know you do. Yeah, it's it's really bad. I hate talking to new people. It's like and and even people that I've known for months and months. That Harris Teeter, people we work with, you know, employees and stuff. Just initiating conversations is really really tough. It's like it's 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 so much easier if they just talk to me first. It's like come on, come on, say something. Come on, give me an opening. Give me something I can work with here. <laughs> so, so you and
1: Paul must be like. No, I just... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> you know, we just. You know it's i got you something
0: yeah. it's a matter of Well, yeah getting over that initial hurdle yeah you know
1: because I, I would love something like that i love to Well, you don't, have to, you don't have to talk to people on that right. if, if i post something on instagram someone comments on it i don't have to fucking say shit i can i can hit a heart next to it and say i like it yeah but right. i don't have to respond back to their thing no i'm not talking about talking to like people on the
0: like over text i'm fine yeah. i got no problem with that it's specifically like talking in front of a camera, oh, putting on okay. this personality yes, and all this yes. kind of stuff and trying to be funny and it's, oh, God, that wasn't funny and yeah. stuff like that. This, this kind of the this self-criticism. Yes.
1: You know, I, I think – Because you'll have to edit it and listen to yourself. Yes. I don't listen to any of my podcasts because I'm yes. so scared. That's that why I'm, I still haven't listened to the one we did together. It's okay. You don't cause have to. Because it's like, okay, I, I know what I said. <laughs> I just I just put it up Monday, so you know people are finally starting to really come around to it and listen yeah. to it. Um, obviously, they'll be able to listen to it a little bit more once it's off of. It's always going to be on YouTube, right? But I think we're gonna we're gonna start putting them on Spotify, Google Play, and hey, all that go and stuff. Go for it, man. Um, but I think you you have a you have a presence, and I think will be it'd be great. I definitely just say do the do the Instagram. Just do yeah, the I Instagram. will. I will definitely. I, I tell you
0: what, I'll tell you now. I will make the Instagram okay i'll I'll, follow you i'll let you know you know what it is and all that kind of stuff you know and i'll I'll just start i'll post pictures of shit you know i might move up to videos one day if i ever get past this fucking this mountain of mine i have to climb but i I definitely will do the pictures because I, i love photography i love food and i love introducing people to the joy of cooking yeah it's like every time i see somebody pick out some frozen piece of shit like stouffer's dinner it hurts me a little bit. It's like, because you can make this, it's so simple. Just just don't be afraid, man. Every time I go to, like mac and cheese, it's just one thing, one specific thing that I want to bitch about for a minute. Every single time I go to a new restaurant, I always try out mac and cheese. I don't know if I'm a masochist, if what the deal is, but it's all just some garbage, some Velveeta. They pour over overcooked noodles and whoa, just whoa, put whoa, it whoa. in a bag.
1: Velveeta. It's probably the – if you're going to go with any box mac and cheese, it's probably the best. It is. It is probably the best. Because it's liquid gold. You ever seen those commercials? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Liquid gold. (laughs) That that is – it is
0: real good stuff. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they they put it in this little fancy glass bowl, and it's just this garbage-looking, garbage-tasting, you know, plastic shit. No, No, I got you. I got you. And real honest to God homemade mac and cheese. You start out with a brown roux, yeah, and you build your cheese sauce and you get like some real good noodles, you know, your breadcrumb topping, a little bacon in there. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, dude. That is like miles ahead. It is probably one of my top comfort foods mm-hmm. in the world. It's hearty. It's a good, yeah. it's a good dish. And you can, you can like change it up so many ways. You can add chopped chicken. You can throw
1: some jalapenos, some lobster in there. Well, it's funny you say this because recently, um, I made something. It, it started out it, like a roux. You know, mm-hmm. I got butter. I had right. some almond flour. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I put some heavy whipping cream and then I mm-hmm. put some three different types of cheeses. So right. it's like I'm making my cheese sauce, but it didn't go. It, it wasn't for mac and cheese. It was for broccoli, um, chicken and bacon. Mm-hmm. And instead of me making like an Alfredo, I decided to go the route making myself a cheesier – like a mild cheddar cheese kind of thing. Right. And uh, it was delicious. So I, I understand. I've had some good macaroni and cheese. I think macaroni and cheese is just – all. every kid grew up eating macaroni and cheese. Definitely. So yeah. that is that is a comfort food, and I agree with you 100%. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Mm-hmm. Don't get upset. Okay. Here, you, you sitting down? I'm, I'm going to brace myself. Okay. I love – ketchup in my macaroni and cheese that's weird but i don't judge you for it well i'm glad you don't judge. people judge me now i don't like i don't like a lot of ketchup But for some reason it's the the tomato with cheese is just one of my two of my like i like ketchup on my pizza
0: that's the thing like i've had a cheeseburger pizza before where it's ketchup and mustard instead of tomato sauce with like cheese and stuff it's actually really good yeah you know put some ground beef on there get a little mozzarella a little cheddar and boom throw it on a little thin pizza crust Mm -hmm. and you're good it's great, so I don't judge you at all for that, man. It's, I think people are a little bit too judgmental with food. You know, I give you shit about Old Bay all the time. You know, just pulling your leg and all that. Well, when you,
1: you're gonna love these fucking wings, I'm telling
0: you. I, I'm looking forward to it, man. These they better be the best damn wings I ever put in my mouth. <laughs> but you know, that's, that's something else you probably, you know, you've probably dealt with as well working in the meat department. People have this irrational hatred of people who eat well-done
1: steak.